You are listening to The Youngin' Podcast, presented by Columbia Media Group. Hello, it's Dave Alexander with the onionpodcast.com. Um, we are visiting today with Greg Yielding, who is the executive director of the National Onion Association. And uh, he just got done giving a speech at the Idaho Malheur County uh, Onion, Associ- Onion Growers Association uh, trade show, and that's a mouthful. So um, he's going to catch us up to date here and tell us, give us a little bit of what he talked about. Greg, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Um, first off, um, you talked quite a bit about trade, and so let's, uh, let's get into that. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I, I was telling the attendees that, you know, it's not a good thing that the U.S. is a net importer of onions uh, instead of a net exporter. So that means, you know, we, we import more onions into this country than we export. And, you know, we've got to change that. It, uh, and uh, there's been just in between September 20 to 21, uh, a, there's been a 20.5% increase in foreign imports. Now, you know. Since November of 21. Yeah. 25% increase in imported onions. Well, from 20 to 21. So September okay. 20, the latest figures available. So Why is that? Well, I mean, we've got we've we've got to look at that because we've only had a four and a half percent increase in our exports. You have Canada is our number one export destination, uh, but Canada also sends you know onions into the U.S. Mexico is the same way. Now, free trade is good, but it must be fair trade. And you know, I. I told the attendees about in 2019 where we had a situation with Canadian onions that weren't being inspected coming in to the country. Right. We engaged with AMS, the NOA did, and we were able to get that rectified pretty quick. And now they're, you know, because what was happening, there was onions coming into the terminal markets in New York that uh, hadn't been inspected. So they, so there were some number twos going down there and setting the price and ripple having a ripple effect across the country so you know we got that straightened out and and solve you know solve that problem and that, that was a quality issue and a pricing issue yes exactly they weren't having to add on the extra amount that it cost to get things that's inspected ex- that's exactly right and then there's an issue of you know they countries can't send in onions to the u.s less than the cost of production and we're working with the department of commerce you know, already got a lot of cost of production figures out of the U.S., and they are getting those figures, uh, you know, from from you know importing countries that import into the U.S. And uh, you know, we're looking at it because if they're doing it less than the our cost of production, then a tariff can be applied by the Department of Commerce to those imported onions. Uh, you know, free trade, but it's got it's got to be fair. And, uh, uh, and that it's got to be by the rules. Free trade, but fair trade. Uh, when we were visiting earlier, you were telling me uh, about a new proposal, I guess, by the Netherlands that yes. they can get onions in without being inspected. Yeah, the Dutch. I don't, I don't understand yeah. any of this. Okay, the Netherlands, uh, the Dutch, uh, which are the largest exporters of onions in the world, they approached our government through APHIS, 
and they they want pre-clearance for their onions coming into the U.S. And what that means is they could just ship onions into the U.S. without being inspected. And, you know, APHIS did a uh, updated pest risk assessment and APHIS in their own document, you know, found, you know, an aphid uh, nematode uh, that, you know, could pose significant risk to U.S. onions and, uh, uh you know, and, and we had it, you know, in our newsletters, and a lot of people made comments, you know, I made comments, which, you know, we talked about those pests and the fact that, uh, you know, we can't afford, you know, to have something else happen, uh, you know, kind of like that uh, alley leaf, leaf miner. miner came yeah, it, from Europe, EU, didn't that, it? That's so, exactly right. We so mentioned why well, a couple things here. First off, we need to, in case anybody is unfamiliar with APHIS, that is, uh, to, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it's the American Plant Health no, Inspection. No, An- Animal Health Plant Inspection Service of okay. USDA. And so they are the ones that are responsible to make sure that imports are clean and free of um, insects, basically, yes. and pests. And pests, that's exactly right. So why, uh, why do the Dutch think that that they should be able to import without inspections. I have no idea. We could not send onions to the EU, Canada, Mexico, anywhere without them being inspected. Uh, I guess they just thought, well, let's try it. Let's see if we can do it. And they did. And they had a comment period. Now, a decision hasn't been made yet, but, you know, we made comments against it. We don't think it's, you know, uh, safe to do so to our crops. Uh, And... uh, and, and, you know, a lot of it based on the uh, APHIS's own uh, pest risk assessment that they did, you know, last year uh, on Dutch onions coming in. Uh, so, you know, we'll see what happens. No decision's been made, but when we are in D.C. Uh, at the 1st of March, the NOA, we will be talking to APHIS about this in person and, you know, telling them that, you know, we don't, we don't think it's safe. Okay, so you're in D.C. Let's uh, let's pivot to that a minute. You you organize you yourself organize a trip mm-hmm. to D.C. a lobbying trip, I guess, every March. Yeah, and a lot of it's really not lobbying. Lobbying specifically would be lobbying for a certain bill or against a certain bill. We have lot, a lot of education to do, and we educate people who just do not understand agriculture or onions. Specifically, you know, whether it's the FDA or the EPA, um, and, and whether it's water rule requirements or whatever, you know, uh, a lot of these are regulations and, and things that are already there, and we're trying to explain to them why it's not a good idea. And but you know, there might be a bill uh, such as Senator Cory Booker with New Jersey has a pesticide bill, Senate Bill thirty-two eighty-three. And it would undermine the science-based standards, uh, the FIFR standards that are set up with EPA, uh, you know, in, to regulate pesticides, and uh, would basically put put politics where science should be in the EPA. And uh, you know, it's 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 really crazy. Uh, as I said in the press release, I can't imagine it's unimaginable that something like that would pass. But then again. Yeah, I can't imagine. You can't imagine that something, especially in right now, uh, you know, anything could happen. So we've got to be vigilant. We've got to be up there educating 
you know, the, the congressmen and the, and the senators. About so who do you get to meet on. with when you go? You said the USDA. Yeah, we go to USDA. Uh, we go to FDA. We go to EPA. We visit with the trade people, the, uh, the Department of Commerce. You know, we're going to work on uh, an updated, we're updating the food safety plan for dry above onions, which is about 10 years old. So, uh, what is that? The food safety plan for dry bulb onions. Ah. And in a way, uh, put that together 10 years ago, over 10 years ago. And now we are updating that plan, and we have a committee that's been working on it. And uh, uh, we're going to have some in person meetings. United Fresh are now the new organization, uh, International Produce Association. They are helping us do that, Dr. Jennifer McIntyre. So we're, you know, we're grateful for that. But we're actually going to meet in person there, and you know, possibly have some FDA people there at that meeting as we up, update, you know, our food safety plan. It's something that everybody can use, you know, uh, for retailers. USDA can use it. Uh, you know, it's just a good, and it will be a good industry plan. And we're going to have that done and announced and uh, at the, our meeting, that are, our summer meeting, which is going to be in Boise, July the 6th through the 9th. So you will have the new plan yes. in place or, what, or in we will or an, a proposal we will, to vote on? Or yeah, how, we'll, how we'll announce it. We'll, we'll have it done. Uh, it's going through, a lot. lots of people are going to be looking at it between now and July. And we'll have it ready to say this is it uh this is the, the new plan this is a new jennifer plan. mcintyre will have looked at it the grower yep. the the board of the noa yes. will have yes. looked at it yes and it'll be ready to launch and the whole the whole idea behind this plan is to mitigate uh, problems any, any problems that's exactly right any things and, and to show uh you know the buyers of onions uh you know the safety and the things that are that, that are being done uh, by the growers and the shipper packers, uh, you know, so. Right. And um, it's an important for this industry to yes. update it. I mean, it's old. It's old information. Yep. It's 10 years old and yes. technology's changed and a lot has changed. Yeah, I just, years, I just talked to two ladies from USDA here locally, you know, and they heard my talk and they said, you know, this will be really good because we use the one that's 10 years old every day uh, when we're, you know, doing gap audits and things like that so you know they're looking forward to an updated version so so they literally pull out that 10 year old document yep. every day yep. and say here's how we're supposed to do things exactly and, and so it is uh i don't know if it's presumptuous to say it's the industry bible but it definitely is about safe handling and given issues that yes. have come up in the last couple yep. of years it's yep. something that needed to be fixed exactly so let me Drop back here for one second about this uh, Washington, D.C. trip. That is the beginning of March. What's the actual date? Uh, we're going to be there like on the 27th and through the 2nd or 3rd. So 27th of February? Yes. Okay. And is it uh, anyone can go or would you have to be an NOA member? Well, you need to be an NO, yeah, you need to be an NOA member, but, but we put it out there and if it was in the na- last newsletter, anybody can go, uh, any member, and if they're interested, uh, just contact me at the office of the National Onion Association in Eaton, Colorado. and Give and, us the uh, phone number. Yeah, so it would be 970-353-5895. And ask for Greg Yielding, tell yep. him you want to go uh, to Washington. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that brings up a different topic here. 
there's there's what? How many onion growers are there? Commercial onion growers in the United States? You know, I don't know exactly. I've know. heard the term. I've heard the number anywhere from five hundred to seven hundred. That's probably that's probably pretty pretty good. Okay, so of that, how many are NOA members? Well, we have over five hundred members, and of course, that's not all growers. You know, there's a lot of commercials that are there. People there's that packing are houses, packing houses, growers, people like myself in the people, media. That's right. People that you know sell seeds, people that sell equipment, right? You know, things like that. So, but it's it's really important, and that's one of the things that I talked about also is how important it is for people to be members and how only by having an association dealing with onions are we going to make a difference when we have when things like this come up and we have you know and we have problems uh, the industry needs someone in their corner and you are those people that that are there for them that's exactly right and like I was telling the guys here and ladies in Idaho uh, Oregon you know the uh, the chairman of the Senate Agriculture Committee is Senator Debbie Stabenow, and she's from Michigan. So, I mean, what kind of what kind of weight do they carry here on what she does or doesn't do? Well, not very much, but a lot of weight is carried uh, by the Michigan onion growers, uh, of which you know we got a guy coming, and he's set up meetings. Uh, without that, I mean, we wouldn't be getting meetings. With the, with the chairman of the Senate Agriculture Committee. And then when people like Cory Booker, who is a member of the Senate Agriculture Committee, puts together, you know, a, such a bad bill on this pesticide bill, you know, hopefully, I mean, because we have contact and, and have a relationship with the, the chairman of the committee, hopefully it's not going to go very far. And, you know, that's the kind of things you need. Uh, you know, I reminded them back during COVID when USDA put together uh, a program to help onions. First of all, you know, we want, we had to make sure onions were a part of it and, and onions had never been a part of any kind of disaster relief type money uh, or the food box program that the, you know, Trump administration put together that was so successful. Uh, you know, onions were not involved in that. They were involved in it. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean, uh, you know, we had to make that happen. And one of the ways we did it was people from Georgia, from Vidalia, who could get on the phone and talk to Sonny Purdue because they had his cell number, you know, yeah. and, 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 and to be able to make that. That's, and, you know, and, and those, that's hardcore grassroots right Yeah, there. that is. And, and you know, and, and that's what it takes. So, so we're, what, we're, what I'm getting at here is these are some things that what we've been talking about, discussing are what the NOA does. Mm -hmm. Obviously, if you want to go to Washington and, and uh, uh, get a chance to talk to Stabano, you will have to be a member. So why, why else should people be members of the NOA? Well, I mean, all the, the reasons that, you know, deals with government and regulators and, and people that get into the farmer's lives, that, and, and, you know, that is one reason, and we've been talking about that. But another reason is, of course, we do crop reports and put those out. And we have meetings where people can come and they can talk to each other and uh, they can do business. Uh, there's a lot of business done at NOA meetings, oh, a lot boy. of business. That's just for sure. And you've got all these onions over here in Idaho, Eastern Oregon, the majority of the onions in the country over here. And where do they go? They go to the east. Those guys in the east are over here. There's a lot of business that's transacted 
at NOA meetings. And, uh, and then the, you know, and then the relevant topics of the day we discuss and you, you have input on. Yeah. And, and personally for Onion World, I mean, we love the NOA, good, good relationship. And, uh, we love the meetings because of the personal contact you get to, to meet with people. Mm-hmm. So the, the one-on-one is, is fantastic. So that brings us to the NOA this coming summer of 2022 is going to be right back into the area that we're sitting in right now. Uh, It's in Boise, Idaho Mm -hmm. on July 6th through the 9th. 6th through the 9th of this summer, 2022. mm -hmm. At the Grove Hotel. At the Grove. And and we, you know, we haven't, uh, we've already been getting numerous calls. When is registration going to be open? Well, we're not quite ready yet, you know, to do that. And it's a little early, but, it, but you know, we'll get it as soon as we can get everything lined out, as soon as we can, you know, get more the agenda fleshed out and everything, we will, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have it out there. Okay. Uh, one thing that we are... Uh, that we've already asked and of course now you know you have the covid so you can't get like a hundred percent but uh we've asked mr davies with uh ams who does the onion and potato report or specifically the onion report yes. market news yes. to be at the meeting i don't think he, he's never done that but we want him to be at the meeting and explain to the growers how they do the report and why it's a good thing and you know, and how they can keep up with what's going on in the market by using this report. The shipping explain, point. The shipping, yes. And he's and, and he's you know he's willing to do that. Of course, right now USDA has a hold on travel, and although there's some ladies here, I, I don't know. It's a different. It might be local. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, but uh, but I'm sure that things will work out by then. You know. I, I yeah, I expect this to be a very successful and large conference. There yes. are tons yes. of growers in, in this area, in, in the, the Boise and, and Ontario, Oregon area. Yep. And it's not very far from the Kennewick Pasco area. It's about right. a four hour drive. So I think a, a lot of those people are gonna come down. Plus there's several manufacturers in this area. Yep. I think it's just gonna be maybe the best one yet yeah we'll have farm tours we'll have you know some shed tours we'll have seed company tours so yeah. we've got a lot we got a lot on our plate so good good uh the the ones with the tours are, are also my favorite ones and I, like i said i i expect this to be in a, in a the best conference in a long time and maybe the best ever so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited for it myself yes um all right Greg. so anything else you want to drop on me no, I think we've just about, you know, covered everything. I appreciate the time. Well, thank you for your time, uh, Greg Yielding with the NOA. And I'm sure we'll talk again in the future, maybe once we once the uh, agenda is fleshed out for the, yes. for the summer conference, we can talk again. Yep. So thank you for your time. Have a great day. Thank you. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are for informational purposes only, and it's only those of the podcast participants, contributors, and guests. We do not constitute an endorsement by or necessarily represent the views of Columbia Media Group or its affiliates.